Hello, people. Hello, people, people of Earth. Hello, people of Earth. Mindful people of Earth. <laughs> five people that watch our show. <laughs> Hello, the five people that watch our show. Welcome to the Mindful uh, CEO is what we're calling it. We've been calling this repurpose for a year. And um, yeah. last episode, we kind of talked, we kind of introduced you to a new conversation called the Mindful CEO, which for Aaron and I kind of expanded the audience and sort of focused the conversation. So this is um, part two. Let's, I mean, let's just keep the conversation going. Yeah, I, I I wanted to do this specifically because stuff, you know, in the world of mumbling, yeah, you know, we mumbled it last week and we were like, oh, that sounds exciting. That's cool. Mindful CEO. I like the way the words sound, you know, and it was mm-hmm. sort of a gift from the AI before it kills us all. And, uh, <laughs> and um, you know, jumped on the domain name and started playing with it and, you yeah. know, the because AI is going to kill us all, my Facebook feed all of a sudden became full of mindful <laughs> coaches and just instantly yeah. just started mm-hmm. bombarding me with opportunities to get engaged in mindfulness. And then, um, you know, one of the things that came up for me in the last week after, and this is really what it is to mumble through something is to, you know, you say it and then you sort of see mm-hmm what shows up around it, right? Like uh, let things marinate, let things cook, let, you know, see, see what it sounds like and what it feels like. And it sort of felt like, okay, wait a minute, who am I? Mm. Which is, um, you know, we could flag that as a, uh, anytime I think who am I to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right? It's a flag that, you know, imposter syndrome's coming up. Like, mm. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever's going to follow this probably has less merit because, yeah, who the fuck am I not to really? I mean, <laughs> right, right. Who, who's asking that question? Yeah, you know, who is asking that question? Who am I besides me? <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, quick tangent, although I don't know if quick is the right word, but ADD tangent, and that's um, I after I wrote my first book or second book about real estate, I. Oh. uh I was went to one of the agents, senior agents in founding agents of the of the KW office, and uh, I was talking to him about it, and he said to me something like, "What? Not what gives you the right to? Uh, what makes you think you could write this book?" And you know, I'm like two years in as an agent or something, very, very new. He's like, "How did you? You know, what makes you think you could write it?" and I think I thought he was like joking or playing with me because he's sort of a sarcastic guy. We're both sort of that snarky kind of sarcastic, you know, so I didn't take it. I didn't, I didn't take it badly when he said it. I said, I don't know. I know how to use a word processor. You know, I mean, I I know how to type (laughs) is how I wrote it. You Uh know, I could see what I see about the business and I wrote it because I know how to, I know how to write. And, um, and then I just moved on. I didn't really think very much about it until years later and i was like mm. wow i think he was actually mm. asking me who do i think i am for writing this book because the book really challenges some of the fundamental mm. ways real estate is set up to do business you know just yeah, the, yeah. really st- fundamentally stupid 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 foundation that mm-hmm. realtors sit on in this country and uh mm. and i think he was really asking me who do you think you are mm. um mm. which is i and now that i'm Looking back on it, one of the rare, rare, rare times that someone else outside of my own head has asked me the question, mm. who do you think you are for doing this? Mm. Almost never does it come up 
hmm. from the outside in. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> which is interesting, you know, that vast majority of those occasions are me doubting myself way before someone else doubts my credibility. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we are, I was asking myself, who do I think I am to do anything about mindfulness? I haven't not, I mean, I've been, I've been practicing meditation since I was a teen. Hmm. Um, but I don't think I have any real, standing in the world of mindfulness you know i mean i downloaded a mindfulness app once and uh Hmm. you know i have been engaged in what i think are sort of mindful stuff around the periphery of mindfulness but i haven't done any real rigorous any real rigorous inquiry into mindfulness as its own body of distinctions so how clickbaity buzzwordy Hmm. You know, hopping on the modern the everyday trend, you know, two comma club of, you know, <laughs> funnel hacking. Are we yeah. for labeling ourselves having anything to do with mindfulness? Because we haven't done any, we don't have any of the yeah. cred to do that, really. Um, I mean, if you're, it depends on how you're measuring it. Exactly. Well, that's, that's what came, that's, you know, what you and I just resolved was like, yeah. okay, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That whole rant that I yeah. just spewed out is yeah. a really, really valid rant for, you know, the mm-hmm. warriors for imposter syndrome, you know, yeah. or warriors for your fake, you know, could build that case. Yeah. And, um, and it's, you could totally build that case. You know, you, there's rarely are you at an, you know, in a, could you not build a case for being an imposter about anything? You could always find ways in which you're full of shit. There's never, never any lack of evidence for how full of shit we all are. Right. Right. Um, right. About anything. And I don't care who you are about what you're up to. You could build a case for how full of shit you are. Um, So I don't think that's a defining property of anything valid because you could do it. You know, it's like, well, you know, he died because what, what do all these people have in common was in their death? Well, one thing, they all drank water. Oh my God. You know, like, there you go. Look at that. Water. Yeah. Is the, wow. The correlation yeah. and causation. Big, big, big difference. <laughs> um, That's so, hilarious. you know, with that said, you know, I do think you and I are, uh, you know, coming about this from a, the realm of an inquiry coming about this from, we do have enough stuff, practices, Mm-hmm. that live inside the world of mindfulness yeah that live inside of what and i think that's what we wanted to do and this one was like okay well when we say that word what does it mean to you and yeah. you know we should i was thinking we could google the word and you know sort of get definitions of it and see which ones resonate and um which ones if there's any of the world of it that we have no idea that that was connected to mindfulness that would be interesting um to explore but i would I think mostly what we're going to find is connected to the world of mindfulness and stuff that we're yeah. really, really familiar with close to engaging in. I know. I think there, uh, I, there are a couple things that are there for me. One is um, just as you're talking about, you know, um, uh, people who would say, you know, well, who are you to talk about mindfulness or where, give me your book on mindfulness or how many hours, how many, you know, of 10,000 hours do you have in the practice of mindfulness? Like th- that there is a culture especially in Western society, I don't, maybe that's the, that's the society I live in. So there's definitely a culture of pedestals. You know, I just 
see it everywhere now where it's like, oh, if you have more hours than me, you have more money than me, you have more resume than me, that that means you more credible about mindfulness than me, right? Or whatever the topic is. Mm -hmm. And I am annoyed by the attitude of pedestals because Mm -hmm. it all it ever is, is a, a measuring contest that is super subjective to what makes you think you know more than me or what I know more than you like. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's, it's especially in the space of mindfulness to your point, like maybe before we hit record the, your point was like, you know, uh, I don't even know if people who are in the mindfulness space would, would talk that way. You know, people who are mindful don't go like, well, right. who are you to write a mindful book? Right. There are I no think, competitive meditation, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think, I think the whole spirit of mindfulness is like, oh, it's, it's, um, it's curious. Yeah. It's, a, it's aware and self-aware. Yeah. It's interested. It's collaborative. So I think the whole thing of like, oh, that's interesting to me. What you're seeing about mindfulness. Yes. Tell me more. That to yeah. me is mindful. Right. It's good. I think wonder is the word that comes up. Oh, good. Beautiful. Wonder. Yeah. yeah. Wonder. Um, and now I am actually interested. So I am going to get on the Google machine here. And um, uh, just Google the word mindful. Okay. What the, why you do that? Let me just say this other thing too. That's yeah. for me, which is um, whether you study existing disciplines or modalities of mindfulness uh-huh. and then try to see how do we fit inside that ecosystem, or you just, you don't even go there and you just, we, you and I found a word, I mean, it's your word, but you and I, mumbled through a word that felt like it held Mm -hmm. the work, regardless of what existing things are already there. I don't even care. Whatever you're about to read me about mindfulness is an exercise in curiosity, but I don't even care. Right. Because mindfulness, mindful CEO as a conversation, as a place to inquire Mm -hmm. is interesting enough in its own. I don't need something else to validate or prove or. Right. And if you take it outside the domain of, or the context of, competition yeah proving disproving like that and you put it in the domain of okay well i'm interested in if i say the word mindful what are people likely to hear good yeah good right inside that what do people that have been engaged with distinguishing mindfulness for a while say about it because we could find like-minded people to talk to or we could find well that's right so here's just a real quick search right there's a website called the mindful or mindfulleader.org. Seems right up our alley, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, three components of mindfulness. And you're going to love these. Ready? Yeah. Intention. Mm-hmm. Choosing to cultivate your awareness. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's the second one or that's part that's of it? That's the first one. Uh-huh. Intention. Choosing to cultivate your awareness. Two is attention to, to the present yeah. moment, sensations and thoughts. And yeah. three, attitude, being kind, curious, and non-judgmental. Beautiful. I mean, hello. Right? Hello. All three of those things are things that we would definitely yeah. love, right? Yeah. Here's a website called Shanti Generation. And this is the seven C's of mindfulness. Ooh, alliteration. I love it. Alli- right? <laughs> this is you. They came up with seven. Mother- <laughs> seven. I tap out at four. Okay. No, no. Ready? <laughs> Competence. Uh-huh. Confidence, connection, yeah. yeah, character, contribution, coping, and control. 
Wow. And I think those are none of those would really strike me inside what I know or what I think I know or what I relate to mindfulness. But this is on uh, this is a two part series that is uh, mindful yoga for kids is the Shanti generation is what they're speaking to. Nice. And, you know, and and I'm just skimming it now, but yeah, you know, and it's more like outcomes of mindfulness, really. Sure. It's those are the outcomes of being mindful. Yeah. When you read the article, when you read what it's saying, right. Um, Mindful.org says, Mm -hmm. are you supposed to clear your mind or focus on one thing? Here's the mindful definition of mindfulness. Mindfulness is the basic human ability to be fully present, aware of where we are and what we're doing, and not overly reactive or overwhelmed by what's going on around us. Thanks. Great. Okay. So none of it surprising, right? None of it's like, oh, first of all, none of it's like, oh, I can't get behind that. What the fuck is that? Right? Oh, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> found out we're raising right. our hand. Nazis. Um, and it is all pretty much what we said. It's funny. The, other problem that comes up with it now mm. is for me in the last week, cause I, I shared this with you earlier, but you know, I engaged in this conversation, this dialogue with, with my wife about it and her reaction to it was somewhat of a, a um, disdain or that level of contempt that you and I have for Hunnel funnel hacking, yeah, funnel yeah, hacking. And, um, you know, <laughs> right. where you, you grab a keyword, a buzzword and you, you know, run mm-hmm. it through chat GPT and you throw up a funnel and you sell a digital product. And, right. Right. And, and you know, she found out I downloaded some down, some mindful meditations and she's like, Oh, great. You've done zero work on meditation and zero work on mindfulness. And now you're going to go sell mindful meditations. I was like, yes, that's <laughs> besides what I, that was not at all. But but her contempt for it was funny um, and uh, had me reflect on what we were doing. But besides that, the, the other downside is I was got I got reactive about a couple of things that were ha- during since then. And she was hmm. like, oh, is that a mindful way to react? I'm like, oh, you know what? <laughs> you know what? Last time I shared with you anything. Dang <laughs> it. Gonna, dang it. She's going to hold me to account for being mindful. So um, that's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Um, yeah, but I do think there's so the, in that world of the mindful CEO, really, right? We're bringing this to uh, the intention, I think, and this is would be for you and I to, you know, sort of hash out, right? Um, you know, the intention is here we are running a business. Mm-hmm. You no, know, here I am running my real estate business. Yeah. You know, and am I reacting or am I consciously? slowly aware of what's happening you know am i moving forward in a in a way that right aware i think it's a really worthwhile conversation there are really people who I, i'm thinking of one in particular and i know alan would come on our show like this alan khan does a lot of coaching of um in businesses and i know engages in mindfulness practices and yeah. could speak to the advantages of what this is. But, you know, when I think about how I, what really attracted me to this personally wasn't so much a standard thinking about it, right? I'm interested in how Alan thinks about it. Um, 
But what got me to it was um, that practice of what feels good, being mindful about being present to what I'm experiencing. Yeah. And from the uh, Abraham Hicks version, you know, uh, uh, ex, uh, um, explication of the law of attraction was mm-hmm. just, am I in the presence of what feels good? Am I, or am I in the presence of contrast? Mm-hmm. And am I moving towards what feels good? And am I using my awareness, mm-hmm. my focus, my yeah. mindfulness mm-hmm. to notice if what I'm either present to what I want or I'm present to what I don't want Yeah, the contrast. And if I can move myself just closer to what I want and move and having that micro focus, yeah, just shift in little degrees mm-hmm. towards what, so what feels good. Um, and, uh, that, that would be a mindfulness practice for me. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I just thought that was, that's how I got to it. That's what, that's what I think the mindful CEO, it, for me, how I've used it in my business. I don't yeah. even like yeah. used it because that's like, yeah. So goal oriented. And so, right. Um, getting somewhere. So yeah. I don't know that we, we want to probably come up with other language, but that for me was that was like, oh yeah, if I feel good, you know, and that really came mm-hmm. up, I've shared this before about the self massage. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, this, I could always focus on this. Mm-hmm. And it's had, you know, um, it's had amazing results in my business. I mean, just since I started that practice, hmm. um, my business is exploding and, um, I notice I'm hesitant to say it. I have this, I still have in my gen, genetics, my neuronal pathways. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, don't jinx shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You, don't, you yeah. don't talk about good stuff, uh-huh. um, which is a wildly, weirdly superstitious thing to, yeah. to be connected to because mm. it's the antithesis of the law of attraction. Yeah, it's right. the antithesis of what we're committed to. It's, you know, it's, it's holding out well, look, that phenomenon of don't jinx it right it's holding out right for that nugget okay. of yeah everything's gonna fall apart don't get too happy don't feel too good mm. you know so if you say it it's gonna blow it the only place i think that's valid of a way to do it is um relating to I'm just trying to think if it's baseball in particular or sports in general. Yeah. I'm just uh, baseball for sure. I mean, I, I know it's a tradition in baseball, but you just don't. I, yeah, no, I was playing golf a couple of weeks ago and I was like, I was having a good round and I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to look at my score. I don't want to talk about, I want, I didn't want my playing partners to ask me about it. Don't talk to me about it <laughs> for the same reason. You're like, I don't want to jinx it. Right. Don't yeah. you, it, that's, that's etiquette, man. Don't talk about score. Like that's a known, it, uh, if you're a golfer, you, you oh, really like golf. Don't talk about the score. Well, and a no hitter, you know, in baseball, they won't talk to the pitcher between innings. No one even talks to him. You'll <laughs> the see whole him culture. It's in the dugout from this, like the fifth or sixth inning on they're yeah. by themselves. No um, one. And you never, the announcers never talk about it. I mean, it's yeah, just right. Just us. Well, the announcers talk about it, but you're, you're not, it's. That's so funny. It's funny. Anyway, don't jinx the culture. Anyway, so that's, um, that's an interesting thing. There's a, 
a piece here also in the the word mindful CEO like that. You read the definition of mindful from that the the last thing you read about being present and mm-hmm. um and I that feels good and I like that and I believe that and you know and I strive for that and there's um and then there's the part of me that's visionary that wants to have social impact that wants to change the world that is like let's go somewhere and I'm future focused not in the present moment I keep like what's next and I actually like that tension between mindful and CEO because CEO as a as part of the name and the brand holds for me that pioneering let's go make change yeah kind of um energy and mindful to me keeps me in the present moment grounded connected to my source like that there is this balance this yin and yang between being mindful and having um an initiative in a in a direction a true north that I am pursuing you know I love I just really like the the interplay between those two. Yeah, and you know, the I like CEO also because it it um it hold, it's specific to business. It's not in it's not some uh yep. it's not it leadership as a distinction. You know, it's not it's not leadership as a generalization. Right. It's a specific kind of leadership. It's you're leading a business, you're leading yeah, something right. that's going to generate either profit or growth or, you know, I mean, if you're a CEO, are there CEOs of nonprofits? I guess there are. Um, Uh, They'd be called executive directors. Right. Okay. Um, Yeah. So it, it has that um, it's specific to the exchange of goods and services for money. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's specific to that phenomenon of that because it's one thing to be, a thought leader. It's one thing to be, you know, a political leader, uh, a community leader and be mindful. And that's mm. wonderful, needed, critical. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, where, you know, certainly where, I don't know if this is, let's see, this is a certainly a past-based bias of mine from my very left-wing culture left leftist parents um you know we we the left generally trusts government more than business Mm -hmm. and the right trusts business more than government right um uh and we always trusted government more than business i mean business was definitely the root of all evil was you know the corporations were Mm. here to suck maximum value out of the earth Mm. and turn it over for profit that's that's pretty much the story of my background and political background growing up Hmm. and um i mean it wasn't quite that cut and dry but that was yeah you know my parents were definitely to the left on the political spectrum um pro-union that kind of thing and um So I think mindfulness in business, right? If you look at the global crises that are around from environmental to, you know, uh, fair wages to healthcare, to the real impact that business has on our life on the planet, right? This is what people keep referring to as late stage capitalism. Mm -hmm. Um, 
mindfulness seems missing. Mm, yeah. You know, that there's uh, a lack. If you go back to the seven C's, there's a lack of those um, character. Right, right, right. Competence, right. If you go to, um, you know, intention and attention and being present that there's, yeah. you know, I often think that, um, you know, we got to be, the the thought I had, the thought I'm trying to articulate here is, um, you know, you got to be intent. I think for me, I have to be intentionally unaware, unpresent, unmindful, intentionally unmindful to eat meat. That very little way could you, certainly commercial processed, big pharma, mm-hmm. you know, big farm, corporate farm meat. Right, right. No, you've got to intentionally, you know, Sinclair Lewis's book about the meat industry. Uh, I cannot remember that name of that book, but, you know, from the 50s or 60s, um, you know, slaughterhouses in Chicago. You just can't allow yourself to be present to the terror and the horror of what happens to those animals mm. that you're now eating. Mm-hmm. You couldn't do it. You just can't be. I, I couldn't do it. That are you vegetarian, I, by the way? I didn't. No. Are you? No, I'm. I'm not. You're. I, un, you're consciously unmindful. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I consciously avoid thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I. It's, it's so weird that you say that. In the last week or two, I've actually been like, if I had to go out and kill my own meal, I think that would be really hard for me to do. Like, I have a very good friend. That's the only kind of meat he eats is meat that he'll kill. It's, but I'll buy it in the grocery store yep. from, uh, from the system. But if I had to go do it myself, the horror of killing a living being would, I mean, I used to fish and that was no problem for me, but to a goat, uh, a sheep, uh, a cow, I don't, I mean, I just don't know. I would, I, right. I, very good friends of ours. I mean, we have multiple friends that are farmers on the island that raise pigs, um, and they slaughter their own pigs and, you know, sweetest people great i'm sure yeah. they give the pigs a great life and they yeah you know have a you know it's not this pack them into a pen have their right. whole life suffer and then pack them into a truck and you know yeah. have everything about their death be horrific right. um but nonetheless you know they kill chickens they kill pigs yeah. you know they kill cows they they right. you know and then so there's so where do you draw that line, you know, and then where does that fall into the conversation for mindfulness? And, and there is that level of oh, I, the, the way I got to this, the, the, the tangent I was following in my head that got me to the horrible practices of, uh, of the meat industry uh, was I think mindfulness is mindfulness is missing hmm. with the, where it is, but let's just say the bulk of CEOs that are, Profit-driven and consciously avoiding dealing with the impact that their business is having on people, you know, the environment. You couldn't use your iPhone and be anything but consciously unaware, Mm. uh, consciously suppressing your mindfulness when you consider who's making that iPhone and what their living conditions are and the actual economic economics of what go into the production of your iPhone you just are consciously avoiding mindfulness. You have to be. If you weren't, you are now because you just heard me say it. And now you have, 
if you're not going to go investigate what that is, then you're consciously avoiding mindfulness. And I don't think that's abnormal or weird, or I'm not, I don't have contempt for that at all. Really. I don't, you know, yeah, not, yeah. not like I do funnel hacking. Um, uh, <laughs> interesting that you can have more contempt for funnel, funnel right? hacking than you can right? for, for Lamborghini leading. I really don't, I, you know, cause I like my iPhone. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. But that's a, you know, now is that a lack of mindfulness? I'd like to, I'd like to engage in that question with other people that have been engaged with mindfulness for longer than the two and a half seconds. You and I have been. <laughs> that's great. Uh, that is going to be a question that, that comes up a lot when we interview people. Cause I just, I'm fascinated by that idea of um, conscious, um, avoiding of mindfulness, avoiding of being aware. Um, you know, if some podcasts have like a recurring question, like always yeah. end with what book question. have you read? Yeah. Yeah. Like ours is like, you know, yeah. What are you what consciously unaware of? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Consciously right, yeah. Avoiding being aware of. Yeah. I think that's a really valid question to ask people. What are you consciously avoiding being aware of? <laughs> because look, I, you know, there's, this is a that's a really rich question i really enjoy this question because first of all you have to be authentic uh right to be engaged in this in any way that doesn't get you totally plugged in and and reactivated right you'd have (laughs) right right you'd have to be uh uh really um you know, willing to be authentic where you've been inauthentic. You'd have to be willing to confront your inauthenticity, uh, as they say. Um, cause otherwise it's just a really reactivating question and not funny at all. Right. Cause people are going to be like, no, I'm not actively right. Which is bizarre. Right. I mean, you- we all, we're all consciously avoiding some, some conversation. I mean, like, you know, th- when I saw some, some YouTube thing that was like, it, it was like, it was a, a thumbnail of President Obama. And some dude, and the the caption was something like, um, "You're too smart to not be terrified." Uh, it was something like, you know, like if you really know all that is happening in the world, for you to like just be like, "Ah, it's no big deal," you'd be like, "Okay, well, we're consciously avoiding totally the shitstorm that could happen at any moment because AI is going to kill us all." <laughs> totally, I you know there was I used to have a bumper sticker. This was during George Bush, but it hasn't gotten any better. Which was, if you're not completely appalled, you're not paying attention, uh-huh. and you know, it's, it's like that. I mean, you you know, and at the same time, this is so interesting, Chris, because there's at the same time that everything we just said is in my experience is true. I have an experience of all of that being true. Hmm. Um, Hmm. It's also equally true. If not, I don't know if you can get anything more true, but (laughs) either it's true or it's false. Um, uh, uh, Is if you just let yourself get present to the miracle of just how you and I are connected Mm. or how you and anything are connected or how I and anything are connected. If you just Mm. got present to a leaf and you watch a bug on a leaf Mm. and you really allow yourself to get present to a bee in a flower or a butterfly or grass growing or that you were in fact, a cell that was divided by a sperm, you know, that was that your fingernails know to be fingernails and that your lack of hair knows to be a lack of hair. And that we're 
breathing in air and expelling carbon dioxide, and that's being turned back into air by trees, which really just take water and sunlight and somehow sort it out. I think we're also consciously avoiding being present to that, to the unbelievable fucking miracle that you just couldn't even function if you really got, if you allowed yourself to get present to who people are, the person next to you on the bus or the person at the cafe next to you or the barista or the Mm. person that made the coffee, that roasted the coffee, that shipped it to all of it, the interconnectedness of all of it. You just couldn't move. Mm. It would be too moving for you. You'd be too inspired. You'd be too, you'd weep at every moment if you just let yourself get present. So I think there's, Mm. I mean, that for sure is, I don't even think that's a spectrum between, you know, the, meat industry and and the bug and a leaf matter i think that's a circle uh-huh. Uh-huh. um uh-huh. so i think that there's a um you know a lot hmm. to be aware of yeah right? and um and then it's huh. you know the op- <laughs> you know I, again how does that make a difference in your being a ceo well i don't know that's the inquiry right that's the inquiry well, that's the inquiry. I, I think what I love about the word mindful is that it invites that inquiry. Like, you know, if you're being present to the circle, if you're being present to a spectrum, any of the things, the things that are devastating or and, and more, morally unconscionable or the things that are like miracles that would have you bawling at the sheer fact that, that, that it exists. I mean, and then in the middle of all of that, how do I as a CEO have a true north and go pursue mm-hmm. what feels like my my life's work? Mm-hmm. Like that's such that's the inquiry. Yeah. How do you do that? I don't know. I want to hear how other people I mean, I think that's what's cool about a community built around that inquiry is like, how are you doing it? And here's how I'm doing it. Nobody has this answer. There's no funnel to hack here. You know, there's right. only what you're present to as a mindful CEO and what I'm present to as a mindful CEO and comparing notes as we walk each other home. Great. And as we, it's right. Good. We'll leave it right at that. <laughs> Great. So we really do. I, I would like to just end this the episode uh, with, you know, an open invitation for anyone who's got thoughts of mindfulness, thoughts mm-hmm. of how it applies, how it doesn't apply questions about mindfulness and mm-hmm. where you'd like to see this conversation go mm-hmm. to reach out to us because I, I'm excited about this new path yeah. for us. And I like the connotations for it. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, we're at the beginning stages of iterating something that I yeah. think is a real opportunity to make a difference and be a, uh, um, a very fruitful challenge. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah. Man. Uh, what's, I don't remember our domain, not that it's up and ready for anybody, but what did we get? We got it last week. My full mindfulceo.org the I mindful think, the I mindful think i think it's the mindfulceo.com do we grab the dot com nice. I, yeah i'm pretty sure we grabbed the dot com because i think it was the mindfulceo.com beautiful okay well there you go peeps go hang out there and um see you next time